Gunter, welcome to another week of the Relegation Zone. Yep, happy to be back. Me too. How was your week? It was good. Excellent. I heard you had a good uh, soccer match last weekend. Yeah. New coach? Yeah. Yeah. When, what position are you playing? Uh, striker. Did well, we didn't do that well. Mm. We lost the moves. Well, it's all right. I heard your mom said you played really well, so that's what's good, and you got a good coach. All right. Yeah. Well, Gunter, there's no point in, uh, in, in straggling into this. It's time for us to talk about what we're here for, and what we're here for, of course, is to talk about the relegation zone. And unfortunately, we go back down to the bottom of the table, and really very little difference after last week. Um, still the bottom three occupied by Sunderland, Stoke City, and West Ham. Uh, the only one of those three teams to do anything, uh, Stoke was able to get a draw, and but still stayed at 19 uh, on two points. So the bottom three teams now have one, two, and three points respectively with Swansea just on the outside looking in with four. Yep. And there's uh, Middlesbrough with five sort of funny, and then there's a whole cluster of teams on seven. Yeah. Above. Yep, still not pretty down there at the bottom, but not a whole lot of changes. What happened up at the top of the table, Gunter? Really, there's no difference. I mean, the only difference, Everton was unfortunately lost to Bournemouth, and according to what I heard, Bournemouth well deserved that victory. So Everton dropped down to fifth on goal difference, still tied with Arsenal and Liverpool on 13 points, but now fifth. City wins again, stays perfect, still first, clear four points of Spurs, who are second, Arsenal third, Liverpool fourth, Everton in that European league spot, Man United and Palace behind them in sixth and seventh, respectively, with Chelsea down in eighth. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, I guess, other than, really, other than the Everton uh, match, the top of the table, um, everybody kind of did exactly um, exactly what they needed to. City, Spurs, Arsenal, Liverpool, United, and Palace um, all won. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, when we were talking about how we wanted to uh, discuss last week's games, you know, we kind of came up with the new segment this week. And our segment is going to be the good, the bad, and the ugly. But before we get to those, we've got to talk about our predictions from last week and how we did. And unfortunately, I have to say that, Gunter, you beat me this week. Uh, I, I was I was a, an unfortunate 5-5, five and five, and you were an excellent 6-4. and four. Yep. And the only thing that kept us from being tied was my somewhat fantastical decision to Say that Spurs were going to lose eight nothing. Good job. Well, they... a man's got to have dreams, Gunter. Got to have some dreams. Yep. But let's get to our new segment: the good, the bad, and the ugly. I think this will be kind of interesting. You know, we don't we don't want to necessarily cover every game, but just those ones that are, you know, interesting. And uh, I I thought there were some interesting games that that came out last week. But let's talk about the good first. Um, and of course, as everyone knows, since I'm an Arsenal fan, uh, the first time Arsenal's beat Chelsea in, all, in league play in almost six years, a complete annihilation in the first half. Uh, 
Um, excellent team goals. Arsenal just looked absolutely fantastic. Mesut Ozil was amazing. Walcott looked great. And uh, Sanchez, again, you know, playing now through the middle as the central striker um, caused Chelsea all kinds of problems. Uh, and, you know, from my perspective, one of the probably the best uh, match I've seen Arsenal play in a long, long time. Yeah. You said that Mesut Ozil was going to have his breakthrough, and you were right. Yeah, I thought he played really well. Um, he had was, his goal, even though it was I, – I, I mean, I'm honest enough to say that it was a little fortunate. Um, I mean, the, the, the two-on-two that he and Alexis had with uh, – I think it was with um, Cahill and with David Luiz, also known as Sideshow Bob. Um, you know, they got that two-on-two after Ozil had that amazing turn – and then went three quarters of the pitch to go down. Uh, his pass to Sanchez was great, but Sanchez had that little lob that he put across the goal um, that fell to Ozil's left foot, but he, he kind of kicked it down into the ground, and it actually hit off the post and went in. But, you know, can't fault him for it going in. He knew exactly what he was doing, but he was probably a little fortunate. It wasn't as pretty as it probably could have been, but mattered not. Excellent goal, and... Uh, Really seeing the those forwards for Arsenal with with Theo and Awobi and Sanchez and Ozil and Santi in there and Shaka coming in for an injured Coquelin. Um I thought Arsenal looked great. Yeah. The other good game, Liverpool Hull, five one at Anfield. Yeah, Liverpool just at times just looked filthy. Uh they're not a team that, that um you know, I look forward to seeing again as, of course, Arsenal's already played them uh, first game of the season, and that ended up 4-3. So Liverpool can score, that's for sure. Uh, I'm just, I'm wondering, you know, are they going to be able to um, be solid all the way through? I'm, I still worry a little bit about Liverpool's defense. Yeah, Liverpool's defense might have been the weakness, but Liverpool did fantastic you couldn't have asked for much better 5-1 now you're fourth up two spots passing Chelsea and Everton I mean you couldn't really ask for a better game they played amazing against uh Hull Hull did not do well against uh a talented Liverpool like mid midfield Coutinho and uh, Roberto Firmino, the pair of Brazilians were constantly creating chances. Yeah, that Coutinho goal was was spectacular. Yeah, he absolutely just he basically ended the game. Agreed. Well, Gunter, that's it for the good. We also had some ugly uh, this pa- this past weekend, and you know my number one ugly was the Sunderland Palace game. Poor Sunderland, down there at the bottom of the table, goes up 2-0 at home and ends up losing 3-2 to Palace. Just absolutely gutting performance. Um, I, you know, I thought that maybe they'd got it pulled together, and then I was you know, watching one of the other games, and I saw the score go by, and I thought it was a typo. And I just, you know, it's, I, it's amazing because I'm – I'm looking at the results. I'm looking at the way they're playing, and 
you know, I don't know. They may not get another point all year. Yeah. Unfortunate. Did you have an ugly game? Or a, a bad game this weekend? Yeah. Bit of one. We lost both games, conceded seven goals in both of them. It was yeah. bad. But we in our fairness, we were down almost all of our players. I think we had eleven players, just enough. We didn't have any subs in our first game. We lost seven three. Then the other game we lost seven two. We had nine players, so we had to play, or ten actually. We had to play nine on nine, and we had one substitute. Well, I, I mean, I know you, you know, you guys were struggling, but I if I don't know that there was any other team this weekend that uh, struggled more than Leicester did. Uh, they were um, absolutely poor uh, in their loss to Manchester United. All four goals coming off of set pieces. Um, Leicester's defense and marking looked absolutely atrocious. Um, the only bright spot at all in that game was a really fine goal by uh, their young midfielder. Um, had, a, had a cracking shot. Um, but, yeah, not Leicester right now, the defending champions, do not look good. Yeah, they're down in 12th place right now. Yeah. I mean – They've had a couple bright spots, but mostly it's just been dark. You, No one thought that Leicester was going to do good at all this season. Everyone was predicting them to finish 6th, 7th, 8th. I think they might finish, at, if they can somehow get it together, I see them finishing 7th at the highest. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably go with that as well. I think the... Uh, the, the thing that's most telling about that game and the statistic that's most telling is with that loss this weekend, Lester now has as many losses this year as they did all of last year. <laughs> and unfortunately, Gunter, the bad of this weekend has to be Everton's loss, uh, 1-0 to Bournemouth. And I know Bournemouth was at home, but Everton was second uh, in the league going into this game. Um in fact, they were unbeaten um, and, you know, dropped three points uh, at a time when, you know, really is not the time to be dropping points with the rest of the top five or six teams playing, you know, really quality football. Yeah. I mean, there's no room for error if you're in the top half of the table. Take, uh, they dropped three spots just because they lost by one goal. I mean, Chelsea dropped to 8th from 5th. And then you could also maybe shoot up because you had a really good game. For example, um, Southampton did very well this weekend and went up five spots, and now they're in the top half half of the table. No, that's true. Since it's early in the season, it almost seems like the losses hurt more and the and the wins are even better because you tend to kind of jump up and down in the table because everybody's points are fairly tight but Everton's got to get it back together if they want to um you know challenge for the top 4 position yeah i think they've done much better than they would have done last year 
I mean, firing Roberto Martinez was probably a good decision. He hasn't, ever since they finished fifth a couple of years ago, he's finished mid-table, so they fired him and brought in the new Dutch manager. I can't remember his name right now. Mm. Um, but he's done really well. He He's got them 13 points from six games. I think that's something to be proud of. After last season, you weren't able to beat teams that you beat this season. And they got a big win against, like, Middlesbrough, uh, West Brom, Stoke City, teams they might have lost to last year. They were able to put together goals. I mean, Lukaku's been doing well, but he isn't as good. I think Everton may have been relegated last season if it wasn't for him. He scored. He was one of the top goal scorers in the BPL last season, and ever since they brought in new players, they haven't had to have him carry them anymore. They have a uh, good, better defense. They brought in Balassi to help out in the midfield. I think they're doing well, but I think this might be a little bit of a setback. Well, we'll see. Hopefully, they can bounce the back this weekend. And speaking of that, it's time for our predictions for this weekend. Would you like to begin, sir? Sure. All right. First up, Sunderland West Brom. Hmm. This game is not this game is not inspiring me with confidence. Well, I'll take West Brom one nothing. Sunderland has not looked good at all. They're still in the relegation zone. At best, I think Sunderland can maybe get a draw, but it'll still be difficult. So I'll take 1-0 to West Brom. Well, don't ask me why, but I'm feeling like there's there's going to be a little bit of a comeback for Sunderland. And I think Sunderland's going to win this game 2-0. I mean, it's not as outrageous as the 8-0 prediction last week. Uh, 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 don't don't be too surly, sir. That's still coming. Uh, uh, yeah. What's, but, our, what's our next game? Watford-Bournemouth. Two teams that came up in the championship the year last year, along with Norwich, who got relegated. Um, I think Watford's going to win this game 1-0. I think they Watford always does well at home. They beat Man United at home a couple of weeks ago. I feel like Watford can, their home crowd gives them sort of an edge at home. Their fans get behind them when they're at home. It's easier for them to win games at home. I mean, Bournemouth could win this game. They got the, their confidence back after beating Everton. But I don't think that Watford is going to let Bournemouth win this game. 
Okay. I don't really know what to feel about this game. And so I think I'm going to take uh, a draw. Watford 1, Bournemouth 1. And, uh, yeah, so what's their next game? West Ham, Middlesbrough. This is probably the least important game, in my opinion. I would, got, I, would, I would agree. Yeah, you probably... You've got the 18th, the 18th place team in the relegation zone versus number 16. And it's at the Olympic Stadium. I think... Middlesbrough's going to win one one nil. Uh, West Ham just if they're going to get their stride back, they have to do it this week. They lost a lot of their confidence last week when they lost three 0 Southampton. I just don't see uh, West Ham making a move to get up higher in the table. Yeah, I, I don't have any confidence in West Ham whatsoever. Um, but at the same time, um, I'm not so sure about Borough either. Um, I'm going to call a 0-0 draw. Yeah, I think that would be nice for him to get a draw. All at, right, at, least West Ham, at least West Ham could get a point. Yeah, that sort of boosts their self-esteem. Anyway, next game, Leicester versus Southampton at the King Power. Uh, I think this is going to finish 1-1. I think Leicester had a huge setback. They they sort of can't 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 be rolled up last week. I think think if they do, they do be... Southampton is going to take a strong defensive line the entire game. Southampton did really well against West Ham last week. I think Graziano Pella is going to score for Southampton, but I think Leicester will come back and get at least one goal. I think... Even though they're 11th, I think Leicester will be able to get a draw at home. They have sort of an advantage. Their defense does not do well. I mean, they might get scored on on a set piece like Man United did on them four times last week. But I'll take a 1-1 draw. Uh, I actually picked the same thing. Uh, I said Leicester won, Southampton won. And I think that's probably going to be a draw as well. Um, Leicester is not as impressive offensively as they were last year. And uh, Southampton doesn't really look all that great. So I think a a 1-1 draw as well. All right. Next game, Man United versus Stoke City. This is six team versus number 19. The sixth in the league, not the sixth team. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I think Man United's going to run away with this. I think they went 3 nothing at Old Trafford. Stoke has only gotten 
two draws the entire season, and they're just not good enough to compete with Man United, especially if it's not at the Bet365 and it's at Old Trafford. I think Man United will at least get one goal from Ibrahimovic, maybe two, and then maybe Pogba will score, or maybe Mkhitaryan, or uh, maybe Wayne Rooney. Well, I think in this game, for some reason, I think Stoke is going to win. Uh, don't ask me why. I don't have anything that I'm seeing that I think is going to happen. I just kind of think that Stoke's going to win one nothing. That's my prediction. All right. Still not as crazy as the 8-0. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> it's coming. Sixth. Game, whole Chelsea. Mm-hmm. And how do you feel about that? I think whole is, since they're at home, even though they're at home, I just don't think they're good enough to compete with Chelsea. If Chelsea can win this, I mean, both of these teams have been, have had bad losses had bad losses last weekend. Hull losing to Liverpool 5-1. Chelsea losing to Arsenal 3-0. I think even though Hull's at home, I'll take Chelsea 2-0. I think Hull's defense is not improving at all. I remember watching them a couple of years ago when they got relegated. Their defense was awful. And they scored, and Man United scored like three goals on them at a uh, whole stadium. Well, Hull's definitely had some problems since the beginning couple weeks. They started out like gangbusters and have dropped off. Um, I, I saw some things in that Chelsea match that I just really didn't like from Chelsea. I don't think their defense is settled. Um, they, I know they brought David Luiz back from PSG. Um, but Sideshow Bob is slow. Um, so is Cahill. Uh, I don't think that Fabregas shares the, um, the confidence of his manager. And, um, I just didn't think they looked good at all. Um, however, that being said, I think they are a more quality team than Hull. And based on that loss they took last week from Arsenal, I'm sure they'll probably want to prove themselves. So, I'll take Chelsea one nothing. All right, next game Swansea Liverpool. Yes, this I think might be another floodgates game for Liverpool. Um, Swansea has not been playing great football, as we said. They're just outside the relegation zone. Liverpool's feeling it, and uh, I'm gonna say three one to Liverpool. Yeah, I think that'll be similar to my prediction. I took Liverpool 2 nothing. Liverpool's on a streak. They've done well. They got a draw against Tottenham. Beat up Hull 5-1. I think Liverpool is just too good to not win at Swansea, even though they surprised everybody by getting a draw at Chelsea at home. I think that Liverpool's going to come in there, they're going to take the conference they got last week and use that in the game 
they'll probably use a lot of counterattacking soccer, and I think they'll probably get at least two goals out of it. So I'm going to take them two nothing. Okay. What's your next game? Burnley Arsenal Monday Night Football. Yes. I'll take Arsenal two nothing. Uh, I'll take Arsenal four nothing. They should have scored about eight goals against Basel in the Champions League on um, on Wednesday. They looked absolutely outstanding. I think that the defense is now completely solid with Shokhtar Mustafi and Koscielny in the back. Bellerin and Monreal um, playing in the defense. It's just too much speed. Um, and right now, the way that Ozil and Sanchez and Cazorla – um, are all playing together, and with Walcott and Sanchez up front, that's too much speed and too much quality. I think four nothing. Yeah, I think Arsenal will just be limited to two goals, but I think Alexis will score at least once. I think, even though Burnley surprised everybody by beating Liverpool at home. I just don't think they can keep that up. Okay. What's your next one? So, Friday Night Football, Everton Palace. Okay. You think Everton's got to bounce back? Yeah, they've got to. I think if they're going to bounce back, they've got to do it now and get back into the hunt for at least a Champions League spot because... That was sort of a confidence killer against Bournemouth. Bournemouth outplayed them the entire game. It was pretty much a... Bournemouth deserved the victory. Needless to say, I think Everton will win one nothing against Palace. I think Everton will use that sort of... They sort of crashed against Bournemouth. Mm. I think they'll come back. Uh, they'll get a good pep talk from their manager. Probably have a good have. They'll probably have had a good week of practice. I think Everton will beat Palace one nothing, and I think Barkley or Lukaku will score a goal. Well, Lukaku has looked good for sure, and I'm not sure why they don't run everything through him. Uh, I agree with you. I think Everton will win. I think they'll want to come back. But I think it's going to be a bit of a nail-biter. Um, I'm taking Everton 2-1, to one, and I'm going to say that late goal, they're going to get it somewhere in the last 10 minutes to take the victory from Palace. All right, and the final game, one versus, t- one versus two, Spurs-Man City at White Hart Lane. I think Man City's perfect streak is going to come to an end. I, th- I think it's going to be a 1-1 draw. Since it's at White Hart Lane, Spurs' defense is very solid with Kyle Walker at right back. They'll try and run a lot through their left side, through uh, maybe Kevin De Bruyne down that uh, left side. But I think the Spurs... Strikers and midfield will at least get one goal against Man City. Man City's offense is no doubt probably the 
best in the league right now. They're six for six, unbeaten. But I think Man City will still play better than Spurs, but I think Spurs will be able to get a draw. But they'll still stay four points behind uh, Man City, who will have that if that happens. Man City will have 19 points, Spurs will have 15, so they'll still stay four points ahead of Tottenham. I think that's an excellent analysis, uh, Gunter. Um, however, um, I don't think that right now City can be stopped. Clearly, um, this thing with Spurs is an anomaly. They're not that good of a team. They shouldn't be up at the top. The number one scorer is doing nothing. If it wasn't for the South Korean Son, uh, this team would be nowhere. And I think 8 nothing. Uh, Man City will completely demolish them, and it will be a complete embarrassment for Spuds at home. That's only because you're an Arsenal fan, isn't it? No, that's. I really feel that that's what's going to happen. Well, good luck with your predictions. Pretty sure I'm going to win again. We'll see, Gunter. We will see. All right. Well, hey, another great week of talking to you on the relegation zone. Games, uh, another game kickoff tomorrow night with, uh, as we mentioned, with Everton and Palace. So, for those of you looking for a good Friday night game, it'll actually be on at about uh, three o'clock in the afternoon on the uh, East Coast in the United States. And a, a, a happy three days of football to you, Gunter. You too. All right. Well. Here we go, folks. Another big weekend in the Premier League. Hope you enjoy it, and uh, we will talk to you all next week. See you, Gunter.